This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, we're coming up on Super Bowl Sunday, and that means we've got to let the people know about uh, just kind of some how-tos and maybe a one or two how-not-tos for the Super Bowl. Good idea. Obviously, we do this every year on the I'm Fat Podcast, and it needs to be revisited every time because it's a big deal. It's a big day for fat people and skinny people alike. I feel like this is the one day of the year, one of the few days of the year, I should say, where the fat and the skinny all consume the same thing in the same amount with no hesitation. So we're going to do that right off the top today, but we're also going to look at an article. This is something rare for us. We're going to look at an article from the Chicago Tribune that had a taste test of the six best pizza rolls that you can get. So that's very informative and right up our alley. So we're right here for it. Also, our top five Packaged cookie rankings. Yes, I'm excited about this. So if you went to like Walmart or something, you know you could get these cookies. Yeah, mass produced. So, you know, like the Bud Light Miller Light of cookies. So Nabisco, uh, you know, Archway, those sort of big name cookie creators. Keebler. Keebler, Pepperidge Farm, those types of things. Yes. All right. And also have a shout out that I want to get to. That if you follow the I'm Fat Podcast on Twitter at I'm Fat Pod, you would you should know what I'm talking about of a follower that has given us a feed of fat yes. that he has done, and we appreciate that. And we also, of course, have your Ask a Fat questions. Lots of them. So let's get into it. Uh, not won't we'll, we'll necessarily go into specifics as much, but I'm thinking the template of types of things you need to have at your Super Bowl get together. Definitely. Uh, and if you're hosting, it's different. But um, I have a unique experience this year where I will be by myself for the Super Bowl. Ooh. For the first time in my life, my wife's going to be out of town. She's taking Addie with her. It's going to be just me and my TV at home. So the world is my oyster. And I've been sort of planning, like, how much do I need? Usually when you have people over, you know how much to get. Sure. But I don't want to be without any of my Super Bowl staples. Right. This is the struggle I have this year. Mm. Okay, because like I normally do the Super Bowl by myself. Yeah, well, you have to do it because you're a sound man. You got to log everything and be aware of everything. Yeah, that that's a good way of saying of uh, you know, kind of minimizing the fact that I don't have a lot of friends. So oh, there's that. Boy, yeah. that was that took a turn. Well, it's only kind of <laughs> true. All right, so that's interesting because yeah, you want to have each of these you know Super Bowl food groups, right? But so let's go over those first because Definitely. I put down. 
just the basics. Probably the most simple thing is you need at least one variety of a a basic potato chip. I have the same. My first thing written is munchable chips. Yes, something that you can just start the game. You want to start slow mm-hmm. and work your way up. So you want to have. I know a lot of people do the chip and dip thing. I'm not a big sour cream and onion guy. No. I'm not a big you know uh, whatever the other kind is French onion dip. Sure. I think it's called. Um, but those people usually go with Ruffles. Yeah. I like to have a salty chip, mm-hmm. like a Lay's, like a Ruffles, and then chips and salsa. I okay. want to have the option of both. Yeah. So, okay. So I have potato chip, then a specialty potato chip, meaning like a flavored one. Well, like there you go. a barbecue or the, you know, salt and vinegar, whatever your variety is. I think you need both of those. Chips and salsa, like you mentioned. Hmm. Let me interrupt you real okay. quick. Okay. Salt and vinegar chips. Now, we're talking about a party where a lot of people are going to be there. I'm not saying salt and vin- vinegar just as an example. Because that, of, to me, is a pineapple on pizza sort of a violation. I I think it's a little more mainstream, but it's pretty close. If I was at a party and I saw a bowl of chips, I would never assume salt and vinegar. And if I sure. didn't like those, I wouldn't know until it was in my mouth that that's, that's what That's true. Because if it's like barbecue, you can generally tell. If it's like cheddar and sour cream, There's you'll, some you'll sort generally of indication. know. Yeah, that no, that's fair. That was a bad example on my part. I'm just making sure. I just okay. want to make sure we're on the same page. Okay, so then chips and salsa, of course. Yeah. And you, if you're someone that likes hot, you kind of have to tone yourself down because this is for the masses. Yeah. So as, as disappointing as that can be sometimes, you have to, you know, KYP. I also think... Know your personnel. For Super Bowl... Super... Super Bowl... For, for Super Bowl, I prefer... Like Tostitos and Pace. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like, I, I just think you get used to a certain taste at parties. Hey, at least we're getting a Pace in the Super Bowl. Oh, boy. That won't happen for a while. No. But I usually like to have, like, a more authentic chip and salsa. Okay. But for the Super Bowl, for me, the, the taste of my memory is Tostitos and Pace. Yeah. Chips and salsa. Also, Basic. if you want to have a queso there for those chips as oh, well, yeah. always recommended. Uh, you, I think you always need to have a a pretzel varietal. That's always good. Always helpful. Mm-hmm. I think for a party purposes, the uh, tiny twists are the best. Yeah, you can I grab agree. a handful and because uh, the the like, hmm, there's no way for this to sound good. The smaller rods, those always fall out of your hand and hit the ground, and it causes a mess. Yeah, and the pretzel sticks are too big for a bowl. I like the yeah. tiny sticks. Mm-hmm. But um, also still talking about pretzels. Yeah. Um, but not so great for a mass, you know, mass serving. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on the twists. Then I think you need a specialty dip. Yes. So at least one. Yeah. So you have your salsa, you have your queso, and then maybe you have a different variety of chip for dipping into the dip. Whether it's like a chili dip, or I know you're a big buffalo chicken guy. Absolutely, buffalo chicken is my. That's the winner of my dip draft. But okay. the the one that our family always has is the taco dip, where it's the chili on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's the uh, cream cheese on the bottom, the oh, layer yeah, yeah, of chili, yeah. and then a cheese and salsa on top. That mm-hmm. That is a standard for these parties. Yeah. And then I think you need to have a portable meat. Sure. So whether it's having, like, just your regular Ritz crackers with, you know, little, uh, just like, cut meats that you can put on there, or if it's like a hot dog or a burger, cool. Something along that line should be there. Another thing, the little Smokies go a long yes. way at a Super Bowl party. Good call. Because uh, it's something hot, it's something meaty, uh, and you can have a lot of them. Because to me, I know a lot of people don't do it this way. We're but also for me, talking about the little Smokies again. Yes. 
Super Bowl Sunday is not about an entree. No, it's, it's not. It's about just constant snacking. Exactly. So maybe, I, I, I view Christmas the same way. Yeah. Well, some people have like a formal Christmas dinner. Yeah. Oh, no, we do too. But like yeah. for me, I think it's much more about the variety of everything than like Thanksgiving where you know what you're getting and it's just one gigantic true. meal. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I do. There's a Super Bowl party I went to with my family every year. My uncle would just go outside and grill burgers. Yeah. And that was a, that, that was it. Like that was the oh, extent okay. of an entree sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. It'd be a million apps. And then he'd make those, and my aunt would make her cheesy potato uh, As long as you got a million apps, that's fine. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah, nothing crazy there. And then a cookie. You need something sweet. Some form of cookie that, at least for logically if you're hosting, one that's not too crumbly so that you're not just asking for it in terms of making a mess. That's why I'm a big fan of the cookie cake. At Super Bowl parties, because yes, you, you can walk. No, in. Well, you're just a fan of the cookie cake. I am for sure, but you can walk into a Jules and they'll have the pre-decorated Super Bowl cookie cake for you. Generic, like here is a football and some goalposts. Go teams! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they'll throw like uh, you know this year will be like a red and gold streamer on there, or yeah. a uh, you know they'll try to get the teams right. Yeah, but yeah, it's and this year it's easy because it's. Yeah, it's vaguely the same color. It's red and gold and red and yellow. Yeah, so you're you're pretty covered. Yeah. Just make a red cake. And I, you haven't mentioned it yet. I don't know how. Hmm. Beer. Well, yeah. I guess I'm thinking more food. But yes, hmm. alcohol in multiple forms. Yeah. So, you know, beer for, if we want to be stereotypical, beer for a lot of the guys, mm-hmm. wine for a lot of the women. Obviously cool if we have some overlap there. Yeah. Once again, liquor before beer in the clear. Couple What's... cocktail options as well. Yes. Nothing too fancy. But have a bottle of Jack, have some Coke, some Tito's and LaCroix. Mm-hmm. The name of my band, Tito and LaCroix. Ugh. Um and but Keith for LaCroix. me, I'm just a high life guy. During the game I can I the can champagne cons- of beers. I can consume mass quantities of it. It still tastes like beer. That's my go to beer almost all the time. Okay. So I for me that's the am I missing anything here outside of outside of the the drinks? Now there's some people that are in their car or listening on the train that are saying, "What about a veggie tray?" Turn the podcast off, right? You dirty, dirty bastard! Yes, get that out of my party. Well, and that's with me who <laughs> brought the veggie tray to you your did. That party. Was so weird. Well, you know why though? Yes, it was Colleen's fault. It was. Like and I wouldn't blame my wife if it wasn't actually her fault. Yeah. But she was the one out at the store. She's like, "What about what about a veggie tray?" And I was like, "You realize what you're doing to me here, right?" And she was like, "Don't care, purchase." Yeah, it was a good it was a good bit. It worked out pretty well because yeah, we did. got to we got miles out of it. So That's it was very worth true. it. I will say and I think I'm going to redeem myself here a little bit when I reveal one of my cousins makes a fruit tray. Okay. But she makes a dip that's out of marshmallow fluff. Oh. And I think, I don't know if it's marshmallow fluff and cream cheese. Okay. And you just dip like a grape or a strawberry sure. in there. It is phenomenal. That is basically a dessert. Yeah. I'll allow it. Pretty much. I'll allow it. Yeah. But like your celery and like your loose cherry tomatoes. Get that like, out of here. No. And I know people bury it in ranch and I get that there's people that like ranch. But no, no, stop it. Keep it away from us. That's enough. So we want to know what your essentials are as well. Tweet us at I'm Fat Pod. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us out with rankings. And that's always good because 
you know, unlike with a lot of things on this podcast, the lower the number, the better. <laughs> yes. Our rating should not resemble our uh, weight. Our weight. It should re- resemble our waist size. Yes. Speaking of, uh, there is an atrocity that has made its way back onto television. It's propaganda. And I don't appreciate it being brought back, even if it is on a, a less prominent network. The show The Biggest Loser, which everybody knows was on NBC, yeah, returned last night mm-hmm. on USA. Is that Jillian? She was. Okay. Not anymore. She's the one who was body shaming Lizzo the other day, yes. too. Yes. There was uh, the, ho- the other trainer was Bob Harper, who is now the host of it. And in one bit of pure irony, and really just a sign that God doesn't like that show, <laughs> Bob Harper had a heart attack two and a half years ago, and he is like extremely healthy, whatever. Well, your name can't be Bob and you not have a heart attack. That's true. <laughs> just had a heart attack. But yeah, so that, that show is back. It debuted. I watched it to see if any of the, uh, if anything has changed. Yeah, same idea. Same principle. It's fat shaming is what it is. It really is. And if you're a fat person that wants to get in shape, great. But don't feel bad. That if if you're happy, don't don't change to make other people happy. Exactly. You know? Do it if you want to do it for your health, cool. If you want to do it cuz you think you're going to feel better about yourself, cool. Mm-hmm. But don't let other people's ideas of you change the way you you are. If you're happy this way, look, a lot of people are unhappy. Yes. There's a lot of things to be unhappy about. If food is the thing that makes you happy, go for it. Right. Body positive, my friend. That's and I will say, Lizzo is prettier than Jillian. She's got some yeah. some she's got some sharp angles to her face. That's very true. Yeah. Lizzo is beautiful, I think. She's she's large, there's mm-hmm. no doubt, but her face is gorgeous. Did you appreciate the ass out pants? At uh, the what the ones you wore to work today, or the ones that Lizzo wore? The ones that Lizzo wore yeah, in basketball. I did not like the to. ones you wore. Okay, <laughs> the Lizzo Fair. ones were fine. Yes, I appreciate. See, I like that she's just like screw it. Yeah, this is who this I is am. Me. If you don't like it, it's your problem, not mine. Right. So avoid this show like the plague and the clap and the clap <laughs> because neither are great for you. Both look terrible on TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Okay. I've not searched that p- specific channel before. But. <laughs> uh, anywho, so quick shout out before we get to uh, the taste test from the pizza, the article in the Tribune for the taste test of pizza rolls. Before we get to that, shout out to our guy, Josh Nelson yes. from Socks Machine, Socks who Machine. tweeted at I'm Fat Pod. A picture of a was a banana pudding pie, and said it says serving size two to four. Challenge accepted, and he killed it. Yes, with an asterisk. Oh, because what I saw in the photo, okay, was a significant portion of frosting around the lip of the dish. Mm. Now I'm so assuming he, he finished so he it. Didn't do the proper job on the rim. No, he did not. <laughs> I was going to let it go. Uh, as no, a, let it go. I, just, I was going to let it go as just a side comment because every bowl has a rim to it. It just caught me off guard. And he didn't do the job of getting all the frosting You've off the rim. you got to do the job when it comes to the rim. Everyone knows that. Josh. <laughs> 
Ridiculous. We are children. <laughs> no, All no right. doubt. Okay, so now let's get to some real. You want to talk about real hard-hitting journalism? Yes. Gray Swong of the Chicago Tribune. Gray Swong. The movie she was in. Mm-hmm. Did an article for the Trib titled, Does Totino's Make the Best Pizza Rolls? We Taste Six Brands to Find the Ultimate Munchie. Yes! This is... This is Great content. We talk about the failure of newspapers. Right. This is why. This will bring them back. Agreed. Yes. So let's run them down from six to one, just in ter- in name first. We'll just rattle them off, and then we want to alternate. You go even numbers, I'll go odd numbers of reading, because what's nice, too, is it's like two or three sentences on each, and that's it. Sure. All right. So six is the feel-good foods, uncured pepperoni bites. Five is the Totino's Pizza Rolls. Mm. Interesting. Four is Annie's Pizza Poppers. Three is Mama Cozy's Pizza Snacks. Two are the Signature Select Pizza Snacks. And one, the Kroger Pizza Snack Rolls. All right. Number six, the Feel Good Foods Uncured Pepperoni Bites. Already off to a bad start. Anytime it says Feel Good Foods, you know it's healthy. Right. And I'm correct in that assumption. By using a cauliflower crust, no, feel-good foods tried to make pizza rolls healthier. Stop. Our tasters hated them. Quote, it looks like a bloated, stuffed pig part, one participant said. Which part was it? The penis. (laughs) Yuck. Many complained that the bites were too doughy and felt raw, even though the snacks were fully cooked. Quote, it's nearly a crime. I'm angry. <laughs> One tester concluded they're four ninety nine for seven ounces at Target if you want to eat that crap. Whoa, that is expensive. Seven ounces is nothing. Seven, yeah. Ugh. Whoa. Keep it forever. All right. Number five, the Totino's Pizza Rolls. It was a surprise to see this well-recognized brand fall so far behind the rest of the pizza rolls we tried. But tasters complained that the tomato filling was bland with an unpleasant artificial note. Many of Totino's rolls burst open while cooking, even though they were cooked according to the package instructions. The only saving grace for Totino's was its crunchy crust. Quote, this is just gross, wrote one taster. Quote, I hate this pizza roll with all my heart. My breath smells like garlic and disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. That's great. And they are 24.8 ounces. Five seventy nine at Cermak. Cermak is a it's a market in Chicago. There's a couple of them. Oh, okay. One's on Cermak. Um, Totino's. I think they're just replacement level, and I always yeah, get fine. them because it's the brand name and they're cheap. But as Rick and I were prepping the show, as we always do, I did note the lack of oregano is yes. a problem for me for the Totino's. Yeah, the the blandness is very true. Yeah, that's why. Like, if you got a cheese Totino's, it's gonna taste like nothing. And that's what I had to do because my wife does not eat. This is so weird. My wife eats pork products. Okay. But not in pizza. So she'll eat sausage. She'll eat Italian sausage. She'll eat carnitas, whatever. But she won't have Italian sausage with red sauce on it or sausage pizza or pepperoni pizza. That's stupid. It's weird. It's a very weird thing. And she'll eat pizza. She'll eat red sauce. She just won't have them together. I know. Don't even. I can't. I know. I've tried and it just so if you I, like, I gotta pick my battles. If you like deconstructed a pizza and put it in like a nineteen fifties like TV dinner, like each had its own portion. She'd probably do that, yeah. And if you said, Hey, here's a piece of bread to put it all on, she would probably do it. No. 
Because oh, okay. the red sauce and the sausage or whatever can't touch each other. Interesting. So I have the cheese Totinos, and they're pretty lame, I will okay. say. All right, next up is Annie's Pizza Poppers. Annie's also suffered from weak seams, same, with many of the rolls bursting open in the oven, same. <laughs> Participants disliked the rolls' tough texture and complained that they were overly oily, smelled like fake sausage, same, and reminded them of lunch meat taco <laughs> filling. Quote, I would eat it, but it's not like a thrilling option, wrote one participant. The snacks also lacked cheesiness, and the filling was mostly sauce. Five ounces, three forty nine at Mariano's. Hmm. <laughs> Isn't Annie's the organic brand, or is it the vegetarian brand? I feel like I've I seen forget. this before. It's all the same. Yeah. All right, number three, Mama Cozy's Pizza Snacks. This Aldi brand pizza roll smelled like, quote, adolescence and video games. <laughs> I know exactly what that smells like. <laughs> it reminded tasters of frozen pizza, although sentiments were split on whether this was a positive or a negative thing. While one taster said Mama Cozy's pizza snacks were, quote, like eating the box that once held the pizza, others said the crust had a, quote, whole wheat vibe that that they enjoyed, plus a good crust-to-filling ratio. 45 ounces yes. for five thirty nine at Aldi. Now, that's value right there. I actually have had the Mama Cozy's pizza snacks. I had them yesterday, in fact. And they are, they're solid. Okay. I wouldn't say they're fantastic. So, like, if you told me third out of six brands tried, I would say, okay, that probably makes a lot of sense. Whole wheat vibe is a, is concerning for me. And I don't mind whole wheat. I'll have, I when I go mm. to Jimmy John's or, not Jimmy John's, when I go to Jersey Mike's 15 times a week. Yeah. I always go with the wheat bread if I don't do the rosemary parm. So, I'm not, I'm not necessarily against it. Sure. I just don't get what they mean by that. Can you sort of speak speak to that since you just had them? Not particularly. Yeah. To me, it, it tastes pretty much the same, okay. like in terms of type of crust as hmm. as like Tatinos or something. Well, so I guess there's only one way to find out. I guess so. Yeah, I had to go buy some. All right, number two, the signature select pizza snacks. The signature select brand, of course, is the Jewel Osco's brand. Even though signature select snacks were described as mini wheats sans frosting. Ugh. Tasters liked these pizza rolls for the crunchy crust, true tomato sauce with oregano flavor, and mm. golden brown appearance with crispy bubbles. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like the inside of a well-loved Chuck E. Cheese, wrote one taster. And another remarked, it actually does taste like pizza. 45 ounces, seven forty-nine at Jewel Osco. All right. That sounds promising. Yeah, I could get down with that. And I have a Jewel down the street. And the oregano is important. Yes, it is. Oregano, to me, is what makes pizza good. Well, that's not true. But it's what makes a, the right level of oregano makes a good pizza great. Yes. I'm, I'm 100% here for that. All right. And the number one, the Kroger Pizza Snack Rolls. With a bubbly crust and golden brown color, Kroger's pizza rolls not only looked good, but taste good, too. They were bursting with a sweet and savory sauce and showed a clear presence of herbs. <laughs> that's or herbs. Right. Yeah, I want to say <laughs> Herb Lawrence was there. Quote, it reminds me of Simple Times, one taster. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Quote, I could see myself serving this at a party after everyone is drunk already. Fair. Yes. Tasters also praised the role for their crust-to-sauce ratio and described them as convincingly pizza-like. Well, that's... two ninety nine that... for 20 ounces, so a little less, but a good price. That's at, a good price. And that's at Mariano's. All right. I'm down. I'm trying. I'm getting some of those for this weekend. Yeah. For show. I'm going to have, yeah, I'm probably going to have to do that as well. All right. So thank you to Grace Wong for doing that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Love that stuff. All right. 
So before we get to your ask a fat questions, we how did we come up? How did we stumble upon the package cookie ranking idea? Over the last week and a half, my wife, who I love dearly, yeah. just the greatest, uh, made a good decision in marrying her. Brought home one day it was fudge stripes. Okay. The next, not next day, but once that box was gone, El Fudge. Yes. And it got me thinking about the best mass-produced brand name cookies yes. available. Okay. And I presented that to Rick this morning as a uh, I'm Fat podcast topic, and he jumped at it immediately. So we're going to do it. We're going to do our top five, but we're also going to do, I have two honorable mentions. I think you have yep. two as well. So we'll start with the honorable mentions. Sure. Rick, I will give you the honors. Okay. My two are the Keebler Rainbow uh, M&M cookies. Very solid. Yeah. I like the fact that it's a little bit of a different base. So that I appreciate. And the Pepperidge Farm Double Dark Chocolate Milanos. Excellent. Very good pick by you. Uh, my honorable mention are the Marshmallow Pinwheels, which are really good when they're in the perfect fresh state. But they lost some points because there's a fast drop-off. Like if that box has been open in your uh, pantry for a while, mm -hmm. even if it's just slightly cracked open, sure, it gets stale real fast and it's not as good. The other one for me are the iced animal crackers. Okay. Big fan of those. Some of them come with sprinkles. Some are just iced on the bottom. Yeah, the sprinkles on those are the round kind that I hate. You don't like those. Right. Uh, I prefer the just iced on the bottom ones because they're healthier. It's less yeah, icing. of course. Um, so, yeah, those are my two honorable mentions. Why don't you give us your number five? All right. My number five is the Keebler Fudge Stripes. Okay. I They're very eatable. Yes. In a mass quantity. They're <laughs> delicious if you only have a couple. Now... I've I've eaten them multiple ways where either you break them in half and wear it and have it almost like a mouth guard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or you like bite off half of it and you just, and you just like have the chocolate side down against your tongue and that's great. Or you just eat the damn thing. Yeah, I just kind of eat the damn thing. I usually will bite it in half. Okay. But I don't like fit it like a mouth guard. Okay. What what foods do I do that with? I think um anytime I have a Pringle, I got to make the duck lips. Yes. That's that's a given. Sure. Um, and I'll make sure that I eat a Pringle so it, like, forms to my tongue because it's that shape. Yes. Then I just go like, oh, and just kind of swallow it whole. All right, number five on mine is the Milano Chocolate Mint. Okay. Those are very good. Yes, they are. Kind of hard to find, but they, they are Pepperidge Farm. Mm -hmm. They're available if you look hard. Milano Chocolate Mint. Those are awesome. And I was going to do the, and I couldn't get the name of them, and I couldn't find a mass-produced brand enough. I think they're Arnott's brand. It looks like a thin mint, yeah. but under the chocolate, there's a layer of mint cream. Okay. I think they're called mint slices, but sounds really good. didn't qualify on our list. All right. My number four, Famous Amos Chocolate Chip Cookies. Oh, yes. Wow, that's a good pick. Yeah. That's a good pick. Because it's one that you never go in being like, I'm going to get this. Mm -hmm. But once you see it, you're like, oh, my God, yes. See, that? I, I didn't even think of that brand. Damn it. Mm -hmm. I still don't know if they would have made my list. All right, number four for me is the Mega Stuff Oreo. Okay. Just a classic. Yeah. Great. I don't drink milk, but if I have some milk, I'm going to have an Oreo with it. Uh, the And you want the more frosting, the better, of course. And then, of course, anytime you eat an Oreo, you have to make it a double Oreo. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, or, the double Mega Stuff? A double Mega Stuff. Exactly. That's my number four. My number three is the double stuff Keebler or the El Fudge cookies. Okay, the the double stuff ones. That's the right proportion for me. Do you like the chocolate cookie 
with the white frosting or the vanilla cookie vanilla with the chocolate cookie, frosting. Chocolate frosting. A lot of times what I'll do is I will bite off the top cookie, eat it, then flip it so like it's chocolate side down on my tongue and mm. do that, or I'll just eat the damn thing. I'm going to have to try that next yes. time. My number three is basic-ass Chips Ahoy. Yeah. I'm just a big Solid. fan of them. You can have like 20 of them in a sitting. <laughs> High floor, low ceiling. Yeah. And I like the crunch. Yeah. See, when I get a mass-produced cookie, I sort of want it to be crunchy. Okay. I'm weird that way. I'm basic that way. All right. My number two, Caramel Tim Tams. I don't think I've ever had a Caramel Tim Tam. Oh, my God. They're great. Well, bring them in. Because they're like... To the Google. So it's like two cookies, like two thin cookies with caramel in the middle and a layer of, of milk chocolate on top. All right. I'm looking these up. Okay. Caramel. I need them out of the box here. Oh, I've seen these. Mm-hmm. I have not had them. They do look very good, though. Wow, they they look large. Yeah, they're they're not the cheapest things in the world, but if you get them every once in a while, they're incredible. All right. They also have a variety where it's just like chocolate in the middle. If you just want to like triple down on your chocolate, ooh! But I'm yes. a sucker for caramel. Yeah. So that sounds really good. Yeah. So it is amazing. Oh, little side note by the way. Yeah. I tried the or the uh, cookies and cream Twix. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't intrigued really by them. I, I was very disappointed. All right, my number two is Keebler Fudge Stripes. Everything you said and more. Mm-hmm. Big cookie. So two or three get the job done. Yeah. Good ratio of cookie to frosting to crunch. It's all mm-hmm. it's perfectly proportioned. Love okay. it. That's my number two. All right, my number one, pretty traditional, the Double Stuff Oreo. Yeah, it's solid. It's, it's No one can argue with it. It's great. If you want to eat mass quantities, it's there for you. Yeah, terrific. Uh, something about the purple on that packaging, by the way, mm-hmm. it just gets me. I don't know what it in is. In a good way or yeah, a bad Yeah, no, way? in a good way. Okay. It's just like, ooh, that's different and better. Yeah. My number one and the inspiration for this segment, EL Fudge, vanilla cookie or yeah. whatever it is, shortbread cookie with chocolate frosting, pro tip, fat guy tip. Okay. They're better stale because they get a little bit of softness mm. to them. If you can leave them, if you can resist and leave the bag unopened for a night or two. No, I think I think I'm out. For, I'm out on that. I'm going to bring you a stale. No, I'm not. It'll be in, no. with me in my bag and I'll just eat it. No, because I, like I like the texture difference. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I learned this accidentally. And I would never say this about another cookie, but a stale EL fudge is the goat. Okay. I'll take your word on it for now until I Just have hide the, one. Okay. Next time you get some, just put one somewhere where you just tell Colleen, like, go hide uh, this somewhere for me from a day for a day yeah. so I can taste it stale and you'll be happy. All right. Okay. Let's get to our Ask a Fat questions. Well, we got a lot to ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. All right. You go first since you have more than I do. Okay. I really love this question, and I've never been asked a question like this before. This is from Micah. In your opinion, what is the most delicious color? For instance... I notice a lot of orange on my plate, sweet potatoes, oranges, carrots, Doritos, sun chips. When it comes to candy and alcohol, blue is consistently the most appalling to me. What is the most delicious color? For me, I, I when 
the way it's phrased, I tend to think of candy and then I immediately go to red. Red is the best, most delicious color because of strawberry or cherry or whatever it ends up being. And you also get your tomato sauce on a pizza. You get Mm -hmm. your sprinkling on a a chip, barbecue chip. Yeah, crushed red pepper flake. Barbecue sauce is red. Yes. It's tough to argue with red. I guess you could maybe make an argument for brown because there's so many fried wide scoped brown things (laughs) and members of wide scoped brown things. There's bread. There's cookies. Yeah. I think you would say a Rice Krispie treat is brownish. Yeah. Um, Sausage. Brats. Mm -hmm. Like brown is a pretty tasty color. It's a bad color. It's an ugly color, but it's tasty. But I think I'm with you. I think I'm going to say red. Just because of so many different tastes coming from that one color. All right. My first question comes from John, who has a simple question. Is there another another fat holiday that is a non-federal holiday that even compares to the Super Bowl? No. I, I can't even think of another. What would even be close? I Because well, 4th of July is the only holiday close to the Super Bowl. And that's a federal holiday. Right. I mean, is, do we, I forget, do, New Year's is Eve? there a day off for Easter? Yes. Even though it's on a Sunday? Oh, sometimes it's like, obser- like an observed, observed holiday, though. Yeah. A Super Bowl is more than Easter, though, for yeah. a fat person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's just Super Bowl. No doubt. All right, next one for me comes from Mary, who finally decided to email the show after a while. When traveling out of town, how discerning are you about the people you invite or agree to go based on their food habits? I'm a relatively healthy eater, and I'm sure people detest my epic brand bison jerky, raw almonds, and love for vanilla oat milk. Yes, yes, they do. Jesus Christ. But I'm also the same person who will bring around some buffalo chicken dip, homemade macaroni and cheese, and a cannoli cheesecake. It's all about balance. I've also not gone on extended sleepovers because the host would potentially be starving me to death only to throw a twig in some alkaline water at me during dinner time. I don't know if I've ever made a consideration, like, can this person go with me because of their food tastes? I've thought of this. Yeah, I mean, I don't don't associate with those people. I have 100% thought of this. All right, tell me more. It sounds like this is hot on your mind. No, not necessarily. Just, like, I know there are some people that it's like, if I, especially if I have a taste for a certain food, if I don't necessarily have a taste for anything, I'm more open-minded about it. But if I know I want pizza or I know I want, like, Portillo's, there are probably certain people that I will not ask out because I know they either won't appreciate it as much as I do or I know they just will not eat whatever it is. The other thing, too, is, like, when you're with people that you're maybe not super close with, there is still that pressure of, am I going to be the only person at this table Mm -hmm. that orders buffalo wings when everybody else is getting salad yeah right and there's that there's that little element of shame into it i've not thought of it that hard um but i will say my friends and i will not name them they travel to indianapolis every year for christmas and my it's so it's my friend's Mm sister-in-law is vegan and they serve walnut tacos Mm. and that's all they serve so if you're not a vegan, SOL, that is your option to eat on Christmas. It's walnut tacos or nothing. And if you were to bring something into the home that's not vegan, you hear about it. Oh, my God. That's 
horrible. Yes. If you are a person like that and you treat your guests that way, shame on you. Agreed. For real. I'm not being funny. Right. Like, that's a dick move. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, then just, My you colleague. know what? Don't host. Right. That's all. Don't force your crap on other people. Right. I wouldn't get mad. It's, it, look, if we invited Ray Diaz to think to Super Bowl, sure, we're not going to force chili down his throat, right? We'll just make sure. He, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just make sure that he gets all the lettuce off of burgers. Yeah, or like, hey, if you want to bring something for yourself that you're going to like, yeah, feel by free. all means, all right? All right. So this one from our friend Maggie Hendricks. Hi, Maggie. Bring us some cookies. That's very true. Please, if you could go to any country in the world to go on an eating tour, where oh, would you go? Oh my god! Wow. That is a great question. Isn't it? For me, it's it's ref- I, a reflex answer. Can I say America? <laughs> <laughs> What's your reflex answer? Italy. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. See, there's part of me that wants to try all sorts of stuff. But then I see there's like some cuisines that I'm like, I would never in a million years right, try like, that like ever. I would never, like France, a lot of the French stuff, get it out of here. Yeah. Too fancy for me. I would think somewhere like, I think Italy's the answer. That's a good answer. But somewhere like uh, Spain Mm -hmm. and, of course, Mexico. Yes. I think Mexico might be my answer, actually. Yeah, that is that that was the other. Those are actually the two others that I was thinking of. There would be some weird stuff there, and I feel like it would maybe be a little too consistent, like a lot of the same sort of things. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think Italy and Mexico are the answers. That's an interesting question. I like that one very much. All right, this one comes from Alyssa, really short. What's your hang-up with salad on pizza? Because why would you put lettuce or too many vegetables on a pizza? Right, why why would you put something on pizza that... Makes it not good anymore. Yeah, that makes it worse by it being hot. Uh, Thank you. Hot lettuce? No. Stop it. Here's the acceptable vegetables on pizza, according to me. Yes. And I'll let you chime in, too. Green pepper. Sure. Onion. Yeah. That's it. I need no other non-meat on my pizza. Really? I if it if I had my druthers, there would never be veggies on my pizza. Yeah. But those are the two that make the most sense. And I can occasionally tolerate a mushroom. Yeah, I'm out on that. Okay. All right. This one from Kyle. What's the best way to eat flaming hot anything with minimal contact? He said a bowl and chopsticks is his go-to right now. <laughs> I like that. I, it's so funny he asked that because I just got Flamin' Hot Smart Pop White Cheddar Popcorn. Well, there's a lot going on there. It's really good. Okay. But I was I had a bowl, but I was just trying. I tried to, like, do one piece at a time to mm-hmm. not get my fingers, and they were red. Yeah. Red, red, red. Um, and I thought about actually getting, like, latex gloves to wear while I eat them. But I've been trying to just, like, just tongue them and eat them that way. Phrasing. Yeah, I know. Did you see the guy, by the way, who got... Cheeto dust tattooed on his fingers. Oh, my God. So he has permanent Cheeto dust. I don't know if it's the same person as Penis Man, but I think wow. they're probably friends. I, You know, I don't know any other good ways because I haven't really tried. I, I just own it. If I'm going to eat Cheetos, I don't really eat much, much Flamin' Hot stuff. Yeah. But it's tough. Flamin' Hot, it is hot. Yeah. And a lot of times I'm not, I don't know, I'm not there for that much. Okay. That much of the play play. Cheetos are the same way, though. Like, you're going to get yeah. Cheeto done, and you just have to embrace it. Just right. be, have a napkin next to you, and just know as soon as you're done, you got to wash your hands or it's going to set in. Yeah. All right. Next one for me comes from Joe Zadralovich. He's the owner of Marishka's in Crest Hill. Okay. Go get the poor boy there, Rick. If you're ever out that way towards Joliet, best poor boy you will ever have. 
He says best and worst for leftovers slash eating cold. So obviously he said the top choices are pizza, Chinese food, et cetera. Terrible choice, French fries. I agree. Cold French fries are trash. Anybody that when they get like a doggy bag, one, (laughs) two. (laughs) We mock your weakness. Right. (laughs) Two, when they bring fries, I'm like, what's the point? Yeah. They're going to be bad. Yeah, they're never good. No. There's no way to, to salvage that. But yeah. Pizza is by far number one. I never tried cold Chinese food. I know you're not the biggest fan, but it no. sounds like it might be good. I can yeah, see that. I think some pizza places, by the way, I always talk about Los Angeles on mm-hmm. here. It's different cold. Yes. It's like a different experience, and it's just as good. Beggars. I actually think if you were to rank pizza places when they're hot and when they're cold, beggars would have a significant jump. When it's cold. When it's cold. Maybe because of the amount of toppings they put on. Yeah, like for me being a pepperoni person, it, it lends itself better. I don't know about like cold sausage as much because theirs is is pretty significant. Hey Jay, your favorite uh, notification showed up again. Oh, the Windows Seven notification. Yeah, your window your Windows Seven PC is out of support. Nice, cool, Whee! cool, cool. Remind me later. Market three. <laughs> <sighs> Ridiculous. I'm not gonna flip the table over this yeah. week. Okay. This one's from MBS. Jay, you're not going to like this one. Okay. You can only have one McDonald's item for the rest of your life. What do you choose? McNuggets. Over fries? Yeah. Okay. See, I'm going fries. That's a, that is a good pick. Because I can replace with the, I think the Wendy's nuggets are very good. I feel like when I eat Wendy's nuggets, they don't register in my body. That's very, That's also true. <laughs> But th- when I think about it, they're they're not as dissimilar in size as you think because one's more circular. True. Yeah, right. I, I just I, I the McNuggets are my go-to anyway, so okay. that's an easy question for me. All right, here is a quick reaction, genius or wrong, to each of these items. This okay. is from Tobias. Okay. Chopping up leftover pizza and putting it in an omelet. Oh, I'll say genius on that. One. I yeah, I think I'll go genius. Okay, bacon and chocolate together. Uh, I don't know why you ruined the bacon. Yeah, I lean wrong. Yeah, just give me the bacon. Hot dog toppings on a bologna sandwich. Sure. Genius. I don't like most of the stuff on hot dogs. It's my secret shame. Okay. Chili tacos. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. I know your answer to this one. Peanut butter burger. That's a wrong for Rick. Get the (laughs) out of here. Rick just got very upset. (laughs) I just saw his (laughs) eyes light on fire. Uh, So I I am assuming this is a hamburger with peanut butter smeared on it. No, I'm out. No. Nope, 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 nope. This is one I hadn't thought of before, so I appreciate it. This is from Jim. Should different sports have different tailgating food? Um, I think they do because it's seasonal. Right, like baseball, you might have, you'll still have the chips, you'll still have dips, you'll Hot still dogs. have grilling, yeah. but you might have watermelon. Right, but in the cold weather, you're going to have heartier, yes. you know, like pot roasts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You're going to have... The presence of a crock pot, possibly? Yes. Chili, mm-hmm. you're not going to have that at a baseball tailgate. Right. So yes, the answer is yes. This one from Jay Hood. Our guy. Our guy. Which out-of-town fast food restaurant were you pleasantly surprised by? For me, the first time I went to Bojangles in Myrtle Beach. 
He loves Myrtle Beach. I I keep telling him when I see him, I need to go back to Myrtle Beach because I've only been there. The time I was there was weird because it was for my honeymoon, but it was the end of October, early November, and it was right after Hurricane Sandy. So everything was like colder than you would expect. Like for the first two days when we got there, it was like in the 50s and a little odd, but I have to I have to go back to Myrtle Beach. That that's for one thing. But uh first time I had Hardee's, I was present pleasantly surprised by their biscuits. Now mind you, I was still drunk when I had them. <laughs> but okay. uh I had never had them. I was a little skeptical and they were really good. All right. So the question is pleasantly surprised. So that eliminates my in and out burger was not as good as I had hoped. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, but didn't it's a lot of hype around that. So I will say this. When I tried this, it had not existed yet in Chicago. Okay. Burger King tacos. Okay. I've never I've not actually had them. Pretty good. Okay. Jack in the box tacos, which we had in Arizona, Further were also great. quite good. Very good. Okay. But th- that I was out of town when I tried it. It's not an out of town restaurant, mm-hmm. but that was the first time I tried Burger King ta- tacos and it was before they were in Chicago, so I'll go with that one. Okay. One more, because then I actually have to kind of get back to work. Ugh. I know. All right. This is from Matt. If you can construct the perfect fast food item using elements from any restaurant, what would it be? Any fast food restaurant, mind you. I'm taking Wendy's Frosting, or Wendy's uh, Frosty. Yeah. And using all the Culver's mixing ingredients in, in a Frosty ice cream. Wow. Yeah, because I think the taste of a Frosty is amazing. Yes. But it's just, that's all it is. And it's good. I'm not complaining. Interesting. But I'd love to try a Frosty with stuff in it. Like with M&M's or with Crunch Bar chopped up or whatever. That's mine. I'm taking the burger from Culver's, the Pepper Jack cheese from Chick-fil-A. I'm putting on the onion rings and barbecue sauce from Burger King. I like where your head's at. So I made my ultimate barbecue burger. All right, one more. I got one more. This is from Marcus. Need to know which ape fryer to buy. Have a large family, so which is the biggest and best for your buck? Um, I'm um, assuming he means air fryer, but he wrote ape. So I'm gonna I'm gonna answer the question the way he wrote it. Right. That's gonna that's gonna take up a lot of space. <laughs> the Acme brand ape fryer <laughs> is by far the best. Yes. And if you gotta if you have multiple apes to fry, yes. you can't you can't go wrong. Right. Costco. That's where you get it. Pretty much. Yeah. Now or or do they still have like the Sears magazine? Like <laughs> where, where you can order buy, a house. Yeah, order everything <laughs> out of Sears. Yeah. Now the thing is, in just in the very slight possibility he was talking about an air fryer. Maybe. I don't remember the brand of the one we have, but I know my wife said for as good as for as much as it accomplishes and as good as it is at it, it's fairly inexpensive. Yeah. So yours is like the egg shaped one with the yeah. drawer, right? Yes. We got a hybrid one for Christmas. We got a. It basically looks like a toaster oven. It's a Cuisinart. Okay. It's big, mm-hmm. um, but it's got an air fryer function on it, and it okay. works great. We like it, but that's. I think it's a little bit of a higher end thing. We, okay. My mom's like, I need to get you guys something for Christmas. We're like, um, uh, how about this? Yeah. And that was kind of it. So. Okay. Yeah. Let me see. I'm going to do a quick scroll. See if and this is another. You know, I'm fat. One. Do I have a picture of the air fryer on my phone? Of course you do. You have one framed in your room. You might as well have one on your phone. Yeah, it's true. I actually don't. Although I have gotten back to my my favorite chimichanga ever that also I got the double helping of rice with it. So it just looks like. Oh, that <laughs> looks like 
a Franken beans. <laughs> yes. The chimichangas, the Frank, and the two giant scoops of rice are the beans. By the way, real quick, I was uh, I showed you my injury from softball where my daughter threw me a, a pitch that hit me in the shin. Yes, and I have a golf ball growing off my leg right now. Later in the practice, I took a I was catching, and one of the girls hit me in the junk with a pitch. Mm. Uh, it got the Frank and not the beans. Okay, to the point where I could feel the rotation of the ball on the Frank. <laughs> But I was. Did you have seams? <laughs> yes, I was trying to tell Hope this. I'm like, yeah. So she threw the pitch and it bounced, and it got my Frank, but not the beans. Thank God. And Addie's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you know, Frank beans. And she, it took her a while to figure out. And then when she figured it out, I lost her. She, she, <laughs> she could not done. stop laughing. Yes. <laughs> was, it's like so she so she for the last three days have been making Franks and beans jokes, which means I've done a good job as a parent. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you have uh, more of an imprint to put on your daughter in terms of in terms of that. So well, I have a little literal imprint too. So. Well, there's that too. So I will let you go. I have to get back to work. Thank you for listening. As always, one more reminder: follow the podcast at I'm Fat Pod. Follow Jay at Jay Zawaski six seventy. Follow myself at Rick Camp six seventy. Subscribe, rate, review the podcast. All that good stuff. And we will talk to you next time on the I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Recently, Total Wireless helped Charlie Michelle stage a virtual dance recital for her friends and family. This event was super meaningful to them. Because when you move to Total Wireless, you can get amazing devices on nationwide 5G. And with unlimited plans starting at $25 a month, you could save up to $1,200 a year. Thank you, Total Wireless, for helping me pull this off. Total Wireless. Do amazing. Compatible 5G device required. 5G network in limited areas. Month equals 30 days. Savings claim made when compared to four-line postpaid plans of leading carriers 10-20-20. See terms and conditions at TotalWireless.com.